It's Whiplash on Southern California's rock station, 95.5 KLOS. It's Full Metal Jackie on the show with us this week, a perfect circle guitarist and songwriter, Billy Howard. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, busy. I'm busy, busy. Busy, busy is good. Busy is good. Yeah, uh, we're, good. we're here to talk sleep about... Sleep is good too, though. I miss sleep. Busy's <laughs> good, but sleep and busy don't go together. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about your debut solo album, What's What Normal Was. And your last solo album was released as Ashes Divide. Why does releasing this one under your name better suit the overall character of the album? I refuse to talk about it. Um, uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> so it was going to come out as the second Ashes record and it was different enough where I was always kind of struggling with, man, is this a different project? I mean, it's, it's, it's different enough, but maybe connected enough. I don't know. I was teetering on the fence of that. Come this past summer. Well, I'll rewind this and do a little name drop. Uh, can I name drop? Is that allowed? Of course. <laughs> Everybody <Okay>. does. <laughs> okay. We're going to name drop right now. So I went out for my birthday dinner last summer with uh, Josh Freeze, who? Jerry Cantrell, who? And Greg Pucciato, uh, Dillinger Escape Plan. So we're <laughs> out to dinner and we're talking about, and Jerry was just going through merch designs for his tour coming up. And we we're talking about going solo. And both those guys, both Greg and Jerry were like, just do it. They were really encouraging me to take the leap, do it. You, you, Ashes was you anyway. Just, you know, they had they had a lot of reasons. And I was like, okay. And I was kind of on the fence about it. Anyway. Get the call two months later from my manager and my agent who had a intervention call with me. He's just saying, we think you should do your name. I just think it's for, they gave me a list of reasons. Like, all right. It was just kind of, I was already primed from the Jerry Cantrell pep talk. So um, yeah, it just uh, vocally too, I think it makes more sense if that, if you can, if I can explain it badly, just that maybe the first Ashes record is a little more of a character I'm playing, at least vocal delivery wise. And this is more, if you hear me speaking right now and you hear this record, it might, you might be able to hear, hear that it's me, you know? And I think just being able to make a record that I always wanted to make my whole life and especially in my young life, like in my early, you know, my teen years and when I started listening to music and that the music that turned me on, it was like, this is the record I always wanted to make. I don't even think I was able to technically make this record. I didn't know how to make this record even 10 years ago. So all those things kind of came together and the name became solidified just from going, this is, this is truly me. Like everything I've done before is me too, of course, Perfect Circle and with Ashes, but this is kind of like the most uh, raw and, and um, revealing offering I've made. Billy Howardell with us. His debut solo record, What Normal Was, is out now. We're going to check out music from it, plus tunes from Iron Maiden, Metallica. Right now, I've got your Shauna tickets to see Rob Zombie and Mudvayne playing at Five Point Amphitheater on August 12th. Tickets are on sale. Text the word FMJ to 68683 for your chance at two tickets furnished by Live Nation. Up next, more with Billy Howardell. It's Whiplash on KLOS. It's Full Metal Jackie. Billy Howardell with us on the show. We're talking about his debut uh, solo album, What Normal Was. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's like such a, I mean, my phone keeps ringing and I turned, I thought I turned it off. My bad. It's I know. Whiplash. I just got a, I had, I was on Do Not Serve and I got a breakthrough call. It's crazy. <laughs> 
a breakthrough. Oh my God, like emergency breakthrough, like in olden times. <laughs> remember <laughs> you remember that? those? Dude, oh my gosh. Um, emergency. It's like, and if someone was just called, like trying to get on the phone to say hello, it's like, um, I was on an important call, like emergency yeah. breakthrough. Oh, what a oh my blast God. I'd be on the, on the Yeah, on the phone with my high school girlfriend and then her sister would be like making an emergency breakthrough and go, what are you doing? Like, yeah, it was a whole. Amazing. The, the things we went through, right? I know. It's really funny though. Yeah. Um, so uh, again, we're talking about your debut debut solo album, What Normal Was, and it's an experienced uh, musician revisiting the musical aspirations of himself as a teenager, back yeah. when there were yeah. breakthroughs. What overlaps between those different perspectives? Musically, I mean, overlaps from... I mean, I did, playing guitar and I guess the notes I choose, you know, we all kind of have our muscle memory and our, you know, the melting pot of influences that come through and become who you are as a musician. That's still there. I, I think I still kind of, I've been told this and I guess I can agree that I have a, like, you know, there's a sound that I have. It's not, I don't really try and chase it. It's just who I am, I guess. Like, you know, I don't know the way you phrase things, but the aesthetic and the like, instruments you choose or the soundscapes and things like that that's where i think it's fresh for me even though it's a revisiting and looking at but trying to you know make take a modern take on the music that really made me uh perk up and you know pay attention to music from being 11 and 14 years old like right in that sweet spot and it was kind of the age of my kids at the time when i started making this record and i was just thinking about what was it at that time for me all the stuff they're listening to now what was it for me that just made me obsessed with music and what what eventually contributed to me picking up an instrument and trying to make a go at this and you know hopefully you know the the idea was if i can if i can make music that makes me feel anywhere near what i feel from these bands i listen to then that's an endeavor worth pursuing right that's like that's where i'm trying to get to a perfect circle guitarist billy howardell with us his debut solo record what normal was is out now here's a tune from it poison flowers on whiplash It's Whiplash on 95.5 KLOS. It's Full Battle Jackie. We've got a perfect circle guitarist and songwriter, Billy Howardell, with us on the show this week. Billy, you've described uh, what normal was as a, a musical letter about confidence, vulnerability, and mortality. Who was that letter written to and why? I mean, it's, it's a kind of a diary entry, I guess. That's where it started. That was the, you know, thinking... You know, you get to a, I guess you can always think this way, but you can get to a certain age you go, you could drop dead or tomorrow, like anything can happen, of course. And this was even pre-COVID, right? This was the thought was in 2019 or 18, I was like, I've got to make a last will and testament of sorts. Hopefully it's not, I'm not cashing that in anytime soon, but just that's the idea. And, you know, musically, when you try and do that, what does that mean? And it's like, all right, let's start from the beginning. If you were to, you know, the, if the plane's going down and you got that phone call and you want to just, if you've got 20 minutes, well, what are you going to, how are you going to lay it all out? Well, I'm trying to have an album and, and go from revealing the scars. There's, there's things that are embarrassing or, you know, not, I'm not, not proud moments of immaturity that I can say in some of the songs. And there's others that I feel like as I'm trying to get my together that, you know, this is the best wisdom that I've come across that I'm trying to echo. And um, yeah, I kind of go through the gamut of those things. Billy Howardell with us again. His solo record, What Normal Was, just came out. Join us again tomorrow night for more music from the record, plus tunes from Judas Priest, Primus, 
Allison Chains. I'll have your shot of tickets to see Anthrax at the Palladium next month with Black Label Society and Hate Breed. How's that for a lineup? And thanks for hanging with me for another edition of Whiplash. I'm here every Monday and Tuesday night at midnight. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Full Metal Jackie. Facebook is Full Metal Jackie 666. And you can check out the Whiplash page at 955KLOS.com. I always post who the upcoming guests are, what tickets will be given away. And if you miss a show, you can check out a podcast of every interview that I've ever done here on the show. There are over 300 of them up there. So check out the Whiplash page at 955KLOS.com. Going to leave you off with Iron Maiden tonight. Of course, they've got two shows in September. Man, that is right around the corner. September 21st and September 22nd at the Honda Center. Tickets are on sale, and of course, we are giving away tickets here on KLOS. So leaving you off with Maiden tonight. See ya. It's Whiplash on Southern California's rock station, 95.5 KLOS. It's Full Metal Jackie. We've got Billy Howardell with us on the show talking about his debut solo album, What Normal Was. And Billy, prior to A Perfect Circle, you were a tech and sound engineer for everyone from Bowie to Guns N' Roses, Nine Inch Nails and, and others. How do those experiences ultimately benefit your own music and being on stage yourself? Oh, man, in so many ways. I think it helped me from imploding. You know, I was lucky enough to have success quite quickly with APC. And, you know, it only took, took 13 years to get there. But, you know, once it started rolling, it was a mad rush of press and just the, it, the, the record industry and the music industry was just much different than it. it was bigger. You know, there was a bigger machine behind everything, the push that I try and explain that to my kids. You go like we'd roll into a town and there'd be every bus bench would have our, our logo on it. And it was, you know, we had TV presence and lots of things. So it was just um, that can be a shocking ego, you know, ordeal for a, a young person. And I think in working for bands, I kind of saw the pitfalls of that from, you know, from a pretty, you know, from a slight distance, just, you know, seeing people make the wrong choices in a lot of ways. And, you know, to avoid those, I think the cautionary tale of me working as a tech for bands, I, I kind of feel like I got to avoid some of those things, but also in the level of professionalism. And I can kind of pin it down to, I've worked for many bands that were very uh, hardworking, but I, I really would say Trent Reznor, you know, I'm working for Nine Inch Nails. The, the, the sound guy, that this guy, Sean Bevan, who worked for them, kind of chalked it up to me as, look, Trent, expensive. he doesn't expect anything more out of you than he would give himself an effort. And he gives a lot. I was like, oh, okay. That's a really, <laughs> it's a it's an ominous kind of statement of like, you better give it your all. And they didn't have to say it to me. I get it. But like, it's also, I like being around that. I like being around people who are in this for the right reasons. They're not just there to, you know, do cartwheels and try and pick up chicks. I, I want to make, you know, we're here to, to put on a show that's, uh, you know, worth people's money to come and see. Billy Howardell with us. His debut solo album, What Normal Was, is out now. Here's a tune from it, Free and Weightless on Whiplash. It's Whiplash on KLOS. It's Full Metal Jackie. Billy Howardell with us on the show. Again, talking about his debut solo album, What Normal Was. And this summer, you're going to tour extensively to support this new record. 
what stimulates you or makes you nervous about being the focal point on stage? I just got goosebumps when you just said that because it's like (laughs) we don't think about I mean I of course I'm thinking about it but it's all the logistics that go into it but to pull out and look at like an aerial view of oh you're going on tour for six weeks okay uh yeah there's a lot to do (laughs) it's uh you know it's like starting up over again and I've got a new band and actually the drummer just flew in from New York Grayson Recruitment he's um a guy I actually found online he's like this (laughs) unbelievable buddy rich protege jazz drummer it's just incredible and um we started kind of DMing, you know, a few months back, and then it just wound up that we made it work. So he's coming out to play. And I've uh, I've not met one of the other members. Nilo, she's a keyboard player, lives in Texas, and so it's going to be an interesting thing. We start official rehearsals like next week, and so it's a it's a lot of unknowns, but a lot of excitement and a lot of prep getting ready for it all. And I sometimes think, you know, I say to my friends that do this with me, like, if you come to a show, I guess you shouldn't think about it, but there is so much that goes into making a show. Like, it's a 20-hour-a-day job for a good part of a month to even get somewhat prepared for this. (laughs) So, hence the no sleep and uh, running on adrenaline mode right now. Billy Howardell with us. Again, we're talking about what normal was. Billy, good luck with this record uh, all of your upcoming touring and uh, all good things to come. Yeah, it was great talking to you. It was great catching yeah. up with you. Last time I think we saw each other, we were uh, outside at a festival. It's Sacramento? It was super, yeah, it was Sacramento. Yeah. And it was like super loud. And I remember um, airing that interview and I was like hearing how loud it was and remembering that like everything was shaking from how like even we were, I think we were like sitting at a table that was so yeah, but loud. You, either I got smacked in the face or you did with a branch. St- with, re- what happened that day? Well, you, we were we were supposed to do it in the table, it, it, yeah. It was a picnic table because I think that um, someone was using the uh, dressing rooms, and we ended up having to do it outside, and it was super loud. Yeah. But anyway, it got done, um, and yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, and and uh, you know, and again, I, I really wish you the best of luck with this. I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, out in the real world soon. Awesome. Yeah, same. Look forward to seeing you, and thanks for the spreading the word. And thanks for hanging with me for another edition of Whiplash. I'm here every Monday and Tuesday night at midnight. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Full Metal Jackie. Facebook is Full Metal Jackie 666. And of course, check out the Whiplash page at 955KLOS.com to find out about upcoming guests, contests, and check out podcasts of every interview that I've ever done on the show. I've got an important message regarding the 41st annual KLOS Blood Drive, which is a go as the Red Cross is facing an extreme need for blood. It's two days only, August 5th and 6th at over a dozen SoCal locations. All donors that book an appointment online will receive the limited edition 41st annual KLOS Blood Drive t-shirt. So please book an appointment now before all slots are filled up. Go to redcrossblood.com. Org and search KLOS to find the location near you. Going to leave you off with Dio tonight. Ronnie James Dio would have turned 80 years old on July 10th. He, of course, provided vocals for some of the most iconic rock albums of all time with Black Sabbath and Rainbow, of course, before establishing his own band, Dio, as a metal force with their 1983 debut, Holy Diver. Well, Rhino Records is putting out a super deluxe edition on July 8th, which includes a new mix of the album. Wendy Dio is going to be a guest on the show in the upcoming weeks to chat about it. So leaving you off with Dio tonight. See ya. (laughs) 